0: Longest street in North America, I think, Young Street. And businesses are shutting their doors on Young Street after learning that property taxes will increase by, in some cases, 485%. Kristen Wong-Tam joins us right now. She is a counselor and she is pushing for property tax reform on Young Street. Kristen, let me start off by uh, saying that you have a meeting scheduled today with the Municipal Property Assessment Corporation. Um, What
1: are you uh, concerned about and what will you raise? Uh, our meeting is actually for this coming Friday, and uh, but it is you're very close. Um, we are going to be meeting with uh, with the Municipal Property Assessment Corporation as well as Revenue Service staff, including uh, property owners uh, on Young Street, uh, the northern stretch of Young Street until uh, uh, Bloor, um, and we're going to talk about uh, ways for them to find a way to reassess those properties. Uh, so the assessments that have come in are are fairly high, and uh, and these property owners are feeling the heat and uh, many of them have said that they're not going to be able to make it to the next year simply because of dramatic increases so we're bringing impact to the table we want them to reassess those properties and impacts has certainly said that they're willing to look at it and they've already made it they've already admitted that they've made a mistake right
0: so what is the flaw in their uh current evaluation system
1: so what ends up happening is that they take a, a very broad approach, the one-size-fits-all approach. Um, so when you're dealing with multi-residential industrial or commercial properties, and these are commercial properties, they, they basically appraise them all in one, one style, which is highest and best use, which means that it doesn't matter if you're a two or three-story uh, uh, storefront plus, uh, uh, plus apartment mm-hmm. uh, or a parking lot, you get assessed in exactly the same fashion. So it's a rather blunt instrument, which means that if you you're in a neighborhood of rapid development, which is often the times, in, especially in downtown Yang, um, you as a small uh, property owner with a small uh, storefront plus apartment, you're going to be assessed as a, as a major development site. And, and that's what's happened to these property owners.
0: And speak to the uh, fact that they don't even look at uh, heritage or z- zoning restrictions
1: yes that's right. So there are probably about four different planning tools uh, currently in place for Young Street that would restrict the type of development that can take place. Our most powerful tool is the Heritage Conservation District, which is what this area is uh, is considered under so it, is, it falls right into that catchment and it 's a much more uh, regimented uh, planning tool that does not allow, you know, free flowing development. It doesn't mean that anything goes. Um, In many cases, it means that the the property owners uh, or the developers, if they bought them and assemble those properties together, will have to make a much stronger case on why they should be given those permissions. So it really does restrict the development uh, potential. It doesn't eliminate it altogether, Mm -hmm. but it does restrict it. And that should be taken into consideration along with three other planning context tools, which Impact did not consider at all.
0: So basically am I right to assume they're overvaluing how much that building uh, that piece of property could be worth?
1: Absolutely. You're absolutely right to, to, to make that statement, and that's exactly what MPAC has done. And they themselves have now come out and said that they realize that there, there was a flaw to their methodology. I think my concern is that it's not just Yonge Street that will, be, that will fall prey to the flaw of this sort of you know one-size-fits-all appraisal methodology, is that we have a lot of development pressures on a number of our iconic main streets, whether it's Queen Street or King Street or the Danforth, and they're all going to be feeling the same type of, um, of uh, of assessment pressure if we go further north into Midtown uh, the Young and Eglinton corridor I can't imagine that they, this has not happened to them if I go further north into the Shepherd and uh, Finch corridor along Young Street I suspect that given all the major development that's happening along that stretch of Young Street that the same thing has happened to them as well we just may not have heard about it as of yet
0: right and so you want to address it now you've got a short-term and a long-term strategy what's your short-term what's your long-term
1: so the short-term strategy is to, is to number one get MPAC to reassess and help the property owners uh, develop a, a case uh, for that reassessment, which we started to do. So the planning staff have prepared a letter explaining, you know, all the reasons why there are certain uh, planning restrictions, uh, and I think that's going to go a long way. That that will outline very technical um, uh, four reasons, including the HCD, uh, on why it can't happen, and and IMPACT is re- ready to. Uh, uh, to make that reconsideration uh, and then the longer term is actually getting the City of Toronto and the province to sit down with the Minister of Finance so that we can actually define hopefully a small business class or perhaps a, a smaller building classification so that they're not swept up in the same dramatic fashion once again as major development sites and that's going to be a much longer uh, more complicated conversation because the province has been asked a number of times before by the City, uh, the city of Toronto and they they have never quite drawn a conclusion Kristen
0: do you think they're trying to force gentrification in this neighborhood
1: oh. I, well, I mean, I, I don't think that the province is going to be doing it intentionally, um, but one of the unintended consequences of the of the Greenbelt is that we do see inc- incredible intensification, mm-hmm. and oftentimes we see a long transit corridor, and it just so happens that obviously Yonge Street is where you have the subway line uh, that runs directly underneath. Um, and we are, uh, in the city of Toronto, like all other local governments, subjected to um, you know OMB appeals on Toronto Municipal Board has a final say over land use planning and development of any local jurisdiction. So it is a provincial body. It's constituted as such to provide quote-unquote oversight on these small little cities. Uh, but I would argue that the City of Toronto is you know, is the, one of the largest governments in Canada. We have departments of, of planning that are fully staffed and very professional. Uh, we don't need a babysitter when it comes to land use planning and development. And, and that has been a, one of our challenges.
0: Well, Kristen, I wish you luck in your meeting this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate that. Cheers. That's uh, Councillor Kristen Wong-Tam pushing for property tax reform on Young Street. Has a meeting on Friday with MPAC, hopefully to reassess some of the uh, property values that we saw spike. And their taxes up 485% on Young Street in some cases.